The Sport Industry Access Podcast, Episode 51. What impact does social media have in the sports industry? another episode of the Sport Industry Access Podcast. I'm your host, Ed Bowers. As always, my goal each week is to provide you a special guest who will inspire and encourage you to be the best you can be in your current profession, especially if you have an interest in pursuing a career in the sports industry. I hope today's episode can be useful to you with regards to your interests and needs. Getting back to today's show, this week's special guest is Peter Romoliotis. Peter is a social media sports expert and the host for the Poptonative podcast show, where he interviews actors, elite athletes, and industry experts on topics relating to social media. It's definitely worth a listen. I can happily say that I'm very fascinated about Peter's line of work, and it's great to have him as a special guest on the show. That's why in today's episode, Peter will share his sports career journey and explain how social media is driving the sports industry forward. Peter, it's great to have you on the show. Please, can you share your sports career journey to listeners? When did it all start? Well, Ed, thanks for having me. It all started uh, when uh, I started, I did my undergrad um, in communications at Carleton University in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. And I was always interested in sports. I was always you know, growing up in the hockey world, playing hockey all my life, always been interested in that, always been interested in like the statistics and the business behind sports. I remember my mom and dad remember telling me stories when I was younger. They'd remember seeing me just with a newspaper and a highlighter highlighting stats and salary and contracts. So always had that mindset as a young, uh, a young boy and then started really getting into, um, the business side of things when I originally started, uh, as a drummer, I was playing music for a little bit, and then I was being—I was a concert promoter, booking shows, and then I was using social media as a marketing tool to get my show, my uh, my concerts and my uh, shows out there. So that's where I kind of, as a 17, 18 year old kid booking concerts, I use social media as a cost-effective tool to get the word out, and then. You know, they say your first love always comes back to you. So then hockey was always there. It left for a little bit when I focused on music, but it was always there. And and I went to go do my master's in communications at uh, Carleton University and uh, focused on social media in, in the sports industry and uh, wrote my uh, master's research essay on the LA Kings and their um, social media and how related and enhanced their uh, brand's equity. And then that got published into Sports Illustrated. And then ever since I've been writing, I've been doing freelance social media strategy for many different companies and uh, do my own podcast as well, where I kind of touch on certain things for the social media, sports and pop culture landscape. So, yeah, it's been a lot of fun, but it started as a young age and it, uh, can, I'm excited to see where it, it lands me. Peter, this is really exciting. Just relating, though, to the statistics element of sport, how have you seen the sports industry develop 
Um, you know, I think it's developed um, tremendously. I mean, um, you know, you look at the, the stats of the players, but also um, social media has allowed everyone to know everything. So, for example, websites like CapGeek um, that allow you to kind of see the breakdown of what these players are getting paid, how many years, what the salary cap is looking like. It's unbelievable that we have access to all of that. It's changed tremendously in terms of um, access. And then everyone has now a right to have an opinion on these statistics and on these contracts and on these analytics. So that's how it's really changed. I mean, the access is huge and a lot of people have an opportunity to chime in with their own opinion and could learn from it because it's out there. They can use that as a, as a resource. Just relating to an employment point of view of the sports industry, how competitive have you seen it with regards to access to jobs? It's tough. I mean, I'm in it every day, right? You know, I'm, I, I do a lot of uh, – the reason I started doing a lot of freelance work is because it was hard to get full-time, full-time job. And uh, it's going to continue to be tough. But um, I honestly think that passion prevails no matter what. If you have a passion for something, if you have a drive, if you have the ability to kind of not stop and not take the – foot off the gas pedal you kind of keep going and meet people network create a podcast like your fantastic product that you have Ed. it's a great show um i'm really happy you ha- decided to have me on my pleasure just relating to sort of the core skills because we always talk about you need education you need a academic background but what business skills have helped you during your career so far so this is a really important thing because i do have um I have an educated background, a master's um, in communications. And the one thing I've noticed, Ed, is a lot of people are saying, oh, you know, the certain things and the certain things in books that you're you're taught, you know, that's not going to really help you find a job. But I think it goes way beyond that, Ed. I think education, the, the concept that you have to prepare um, and manage your time and you have deadlines and you have meetings and especially at the graduate level where you have um, – thesis um, meetings with your supervisor and then you're TAing and all that, that kind of, it's almost, it's a job. So you're actually getting prepared for the actual workforce with, you know, having a paper due this day, having a presentation due this day, having to meet these people for a meeting for a class presentation. So maybe not the actual thoroughly, the, like the actual stuff you're learning, you know, if someone knows, you know, a theory more than another person, they're not going to get a job of that person. But having that structure and having that kind of um, those uh, that schedule down pack that you learn while you're doing an education is really important in terms of business as well. To answer your question, um, well, the business side of things, um, I learned a lot about um, brand equity and one um, one really cool concept Ed, that I talked a lot about in my master's research essay is this concept of reciprocity now reciprocity um, is the concept of giving back so when i was talking about the la kings and their social media what i want to really focus on is all these social media um all these fans on social media are content producers they're help shaping the content it's it's an unbelievable thing i wrote a sports illustrator article about it and I want to look at the other side, the reciprocation aspect of it. How are these teams rewarding these fans for helping create a community so they can, you know, give them um, free merchandise. They can give them codes to get off tickets. So that's something I, I like really learned um, in uh, university, the reciproc- reciprocity. 
That's really fascinating. Just relating to today's main topic then, how has social media had an impact in modern day sport? Oh man, it has changed everything in my opinion. It's changed the way we watch it. Second screen consumption, right? You know, you're you you're watching uh, um, you're watching it on the big screen, but you also have your phone with you, so you're 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 watching two screens right there. That's a huge communications theory. Second screen consumption is insane. Um, that's changed how we watch it. It's changed how we talk about it. You know, that's kind of an obvious one, but it, it, it changed how we have um, platforms like Facebook, social media, and Twitter that allow us to express our opinions, shape opinions, and create discussions around our favorite teams and our favorite athletes. It's also provided a landscape that not a lot of people are um, not a lot of people are sure how to handle it. It's a free-for-all, so to speak, where a lot of people have those opinions and a lot of people kind of always have to put the PR hat on and maybe, um, especially for the professional sports aspect of things, you don't want to, um, you know, um, you, you don't want to interfere with, with someone someone's opinions, but at the same time, you don't want their opinion to have an effect on your brand. So there's that as well. Um, it's a, it's complex and it's, it's changed how we watch it. It's changed how we have it shape it. It's changed everything. I think a key point you said earlier, it's a great way to build community. Just relating back to your career now, would you mind explaining to the listeners what you do? And especially if you wouldn't mind sharing about your podcast show and what's it all about? Yeah. So what I do is I work for a couple of organizations as a uh, freelance digital media content specialist and a freelance um, feature writer. And uh, I've been working with the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League for about four years, doing their social media, creating um, social media campaigns um, and uh, writing features. I'm a feature writer for Sports Illustrated where I don't really write about like um, and it, like players about their game. I'm more about the business side of things. So I talk about social media and sports. Um, I write for the NHL Players Association. So obviously my background is a lot of hockey. Um, so I do that and uh, been working um, at the Senseplexes, which are owned by the Ottawa Senators and National Hockey League, uh, working um, with uh, youth uh, and adult uh, hockey programs. So doing a lot of the communications and administration um, and then I also, you know, work with the um, Canadian Central Hockey League, Canada Central Hockey League, as a play-by-play announcer. I do a lot. I a lot of people call me like a little bit of like a jack of all trades. And I also do my podcast pop culture, uh, my podcast pop alternative, which is um, a show where we have topical discussions in the worlds of social media, sports, and pop culture. And it's a roundtable discussion. I have chats with people from the industry who work in the industry and people that are actually the talent or the analysts. And we kind of have different opinions and we just have a great conversation. It's a lot of fun. Would you mind explaining to listeners the, the interviews you've done with sport athletes? Because as I said to you, I'm a big fan of them. But if you wouldn't mind explaining the type of interviews you've done, I think the listeners will find it really helpful, especially those sports science students. So I did an internship with the Canadian Olympic Committee two years ago, and uh, I was lucky enough to keep in touch with a lot of uh, Olympic athletes. And uh, one of the, and I've had a lot of them on my show. And I've had, you know, Charles Hamlet, who's a uh, Olympic gold medalist in speed skating for Canada. I've had Haley Wickenheiser on the show. Um, we've had, uh, which is incredible, um, to have someone a legend like herself on the show to talk. 
Um, you mentioned the episode I, uh, before we went on air. I've had Mandy Bujold on the show with Kaylee Fracken, who plays in the NWHL. Um, we've had Ryan Spooner, who's on the Boston Bruins. Um, uh, Saul White, a.k.a. Flip, who uh, plays for the Harlem Globetrotters. He's been on the show. We've also had some, I don't know if you count it as sport, but we've had some professional wrestlers come on the show uh, to talk about their uh, experiences and how they use social media. Um, and, uh, sometimes you'd have like a professional athlete and you'd have someone that works in the industry or a writer and they'd be able to go back and forth and, uh, you know, um, kind of tackle each other's opinions and kind of add on or have, you know, maybe rebuttals at times. It's a lot of fun. As I said to you before the show, the one area I love about your interviews are very authentic. Out of interest, what have you been up to recently? Um, I have just been... Getting the just continuing on, just hustling, like you said, always hustling, always grinding. Um, the big project right now, Ed, is getting the Pop Turnative website up and running because we do want to make that a um, a resource where there will be really fun articles and, and more uh, content beyond the podcast that people could check out. Um, with the same kind of theme as the podcast, with the pop culture, social media, and sports. Um, so I've been doing that. Um, I've been writing. And uh, just working, you know, uh, with the adult league programs at the Senseplex. And, yeah, it's hard. I, I, I'm still doing the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. Uh, you know, we're in playoffs right now. So it's, it's been crazy, but uh, I'm able to balance it. Sounds like you've got a lot on. Just on a personal note, Peter, what have you enjoyed the most from your career so far? So growing up um, in Montreal, Quebec, Canada... The World Junior Hockey Championship is like my – that is my Super Bowl. That is my favorite sporting event of all time. It's the best under 20 – in my opinion. It's that like, you know, a lot of people disagree, but like in Canada, it's a big deal. It's like the best under 20 hockey players in the world battling against each other. The whole world is watching. They're kids. There's emotion everywhere. So I – I remember watching it with my dad one day and the New Year's Eve special with Canada versus USA is always a tradition on New Year's Eve. And I remember telling my dad, dad, I'm going to be at one of these games one day. And I was actually working the social media with Hockey Canada when it was in Montreal two years ago and when it was in Montreal this year working those games. And I'm just like, I can't believe that like the passion has led me to actually be here working at these games. I watched them as a fan all these years, so passion really does prevail. So that's the coolest thing I've ever done. I could definitely hear the passion through your voice. And I feel like we're at a great stage of the interview where I'd like to finish with an inspirational question. What advice would you give to university or college sports students who want to pursue a career in the sports industry? I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Do it with passion or don't do it at all. That is spot on, Peter. And how can people interact with you? So you can follow me on Twitter at uh, PD Beats. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at PD Beats. Um, you can find me on Facebook as well. Um, and you can shoot me a message. I'm very active there, Peter Miliotis. So you, you'll find me on um, Facebook.com slash PD Beats. And uh, you can follow Popternative on Facebook and at Twitter. And you can um, check out our video panel episodes on our YouTube page. And you can listen to our one on one audio episodes on our SoundCloud and iTunes as well. So I would really appreciate it if everyone subscribed and checked it out. It's, it's exciting content that I made it for you. I kind of wanted to make it that something you learn something 
um, every time you're on. So even I know you say you like the sports episodes, but even the pop culture episodes, you know, talking to these actors about their use of social media, you can kind of take something away after you listen to it. That is great, Peter. To all the listeners listening in, all those links will be on my website relating to this blog post. Peter, it's been great chatting with you today. Thank you very much. Ed, all the best and thank you for having me on. Wow, what a fascinating interview by Peter and I really do hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. The biggest learning lesson I have taken from this interview is Peter's passion and that positive attitude he has towards his career journey in the sports industry. But from an industry perspective in sport, I really do hope you took on board what he was saying about the impact in social media. I know on his podcast show, he interviews actors and celebrities about the use of social media. But there, in the interview we've just had, there is clear indication of how social media is having an impact in sports. So I really do hope you take action now. Go to his podcast show. There is a link on my website where you can access it and subscribe because there are more fascinating tips, advice, but most of all, an educational element of how social media is driving the sports industry forward. Now, as always, at the end of each interview, I like to finish with an inspirational quote from my guest speaker to help you discover your career journey in the sports industry. Peter said, do it with passion or don't do it at all.